Hey, what is going on, everyone? This is, to be honest, I feel you, the podcast. Folks, welcome back. Welcome back. Man, it has been a busy time of the year, but we're back with more episodes, and I am honored that you're still here rocking with us, but I feel like we need to catch up, right? I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. You know, and for those of us who didn't, um, sorry, it's 2020, it's a panoramic, I don't know what to tell you. I know, but I hope you found other ways to enjoy the holiday. Hopefully your Christmas plans are coming together. We only have a week left, so I, I really hope they are. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know about you, but these last few months are just flying by. Like, I feel like it's already 2021 and we're trying to catch up. At least I am. And doing a horrible job at it, because as you can see, been a little absentee on this podcast, folks. But we're back. We're pacing things out. We have, a, you know, some good some good episodes coming up for you on this latter half of the season one. So I'm really looking forward to it. I hope by now you've listened to the song for today, which is Heartbreak Anniversary by Giveon. Um, Yes, I did look up how to say his name before the podcast because I didn't want y'all adding me. Okay, so leave me alone. It is Giveon. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> no, but as always, if you haven't listened to the song, I encourage you to pause the show, go back and listen to it to give you a bit more context to the episode, and then come back to us to get into it. Now, you might be familiar with Giveon from featuring in a few tracks with Drake. And if you are familiar, then you already know this guy is an entire vibe. Like, almost like when you wake up, you get on IG, and you're like, well, I look a little rough. Okay, you throw a little IG filter on there, you're like, okay, I look a lie. I feel like his voice has a built-in filter. Not auto-tune, but like a filter in his vocal cords that make him sound much more smooth and vibey. And whatever it is, whatever software he got installed in his vocal cords, I need it. Okay, I want it. So give you on, uh, send me that info. <laughs> no, nah, but the combination of his vibe, his voice, his style, it all just works so well. And I know my guy has a long, successful career ahead of him. You heard it here first, folks. Okay, you heard it here first. But okay, you get it. He's dope. His music is dope. Listen to him. The end, right? No, nah, but the song Heartbreak Anniversary, funny enough, is the song I was listening to over and over for like a day. When I came up with the name for the show. And if you hate the name of the show, uh, that's probably not going to speak to you. But it spoke to me. So. <laughs> so there's that, folks. No, but when I heard the song, I just felt every word. Like we're talking about an all too familiar topic, heartbreak. And yet his his perspective, his approach, his delivery, his interpretation. It just It's all so refreshing and so relatable. So anyway, we've rapped for long enough. Let's get into it. So from the start of the song, you already know we're about to get into some feels today, folks. So let's jump right into the first verse. Balloons are deflated. Guess they look lifeless like me. We miss you on your side of the bed. So already we get a sense of his clever lyricism because he's setting the stage like it's an actual anniversary. Like we got balloons as if we're going to celebrate this special day, but it just so happens that it's not necessarily means for celebration. The balloons are deflated looking lifeless like him, and he's alone. Looking at the side of the bed that was once occupied by someone he loved, and yet they're gone. He then goes on to say, Still got your things here. They stay with me like souvenirs. Don't want to let you out my head. Now here we can already tell he is struggling with this breakup. Like while the love of his life is gone, her things aren't. Like he's almost holding on to them as, like he said, souvenirs. You know, we then go on to the pre-chorus, which almost sounds like an emotional outburst to me. Like, he can't contain these feelings and they're just coming out like just, you know, raw. Just like the day I met you, 
the day I thought forever. You said you loved me, but that'll last for never. It's cold outside, like when you walked out my life. Why'd you walk out my life? Oof. Ending it with that question, why'd you walk out my life, is just so gripping to me. And that's kind of a common theme in the song where Gibeon will explain his experience or share his emotions that he's battling with, but then ends with these phrases or these questions like, why? Which, I mean, that's, that's real. That's how it be. I mean, relationships are hard, and it's like you go through these whirlwinds, and then afterwards you end up apart, all out of sorts, almost like what just happened. And you still need that closure, like you still have questions like, how did we get here? And that's precisely where Gibeon is. I mean, as we heard, because of this breakup, he's now questioning really everything he thought about love. I mean, saying things like he thought this was forever, but that'll last for never. You said you love me. Like, like, come on now. His whole opinion on love has changed because of this heartbreak he's dealing with. And many of us have been there too. We then head into the chorus, which kind of explains why these feelings are coming back up. I get like this every time on these days that feel like you and me. Heartbreak anniversary. Because I remember every time on these days that feel like you and me. Heartbreak anniversary. Do you ever think of me? Woo. So this is pretty much the basis of the song. Like that moment where no matter how hard you try, you're always reminded of, of what life once was, what it could have been. You know, the possibilities, that, that lack of closure, it always comes back to haunt you. I mean, even simple things like, you know, going to the store together or binging a show or ordering a pizza, like those might sound like such simple, small things. But when you get so connected and intertwined with someone, like your lives start to blend together. And so to go back to living life alone, by yourself, that's heavy. And as we mentioned earlier, he closes out the course with another question. Like, do you ever think of me? Like this, whew, this line, this line, folks, breaks me every time. Like, it's so pure. It's so painful. It's just so much. We then go into the second verse with these lines. I'm building my hopes up like presents unopened till this day. I still see the messages you read. All right. So as we know, he's not over this relationship, folks. That's obvious at this point. We see here that he is holding on to hope that one day they'll be together again. Almost like that anticipation of opening up presents, but you're just patiently waiting like one day, one day. And that last line, I still see the messages you read. Like that's, that's another heavy one for me, folks. Like I imagine he's just sitting there looking at his phone, rereading the messages he sent, pouring out his heart only to be left on red. Like there's no reply. Whew. Folks, folks, folks. Mm. Let, let's move on, right? So he then goes on to say, I'm foolishly patient. Can't get past the taste of your lips. Don't want to let you out my head. So if it's not clear to you already, let me clarify. My guy does not have closure. Like, don't want to let you out my head. Now, he didn't say can't let you out my head. He said don't. Like, I don't want to let you out my head. So he's intentionally holding on because he's just not ready to let go. And maybe reading through these lyrics kind of seems pathetic. But I mean, I think many of us have been there too. Like, if you accept it, if you decide to let it go, your world just falls apart. 
like whether or not it already is, but to feel like you're finally letting go of someone you loved, it feels impossible. And that's exactly where Gibeon is. We then head back into a familiar phrase. Just like the day I met you, the day I thought forever. You said that you loved me, but that'll last for never. It's cold outside, like when you walked out of my life. Why'd you walk out of my life? And then right back into the chorus. I get like this every time. On these days that feel like you and me. Heartbreak anniversary. Because I remember every time. On these days that feel like you and me. Heartbreak anniversary. Do you ever think of me? Now this time in the closing ad-libs, he ends with one last line. Because I think of you. Ooh, folks, folks, my heart is torn in two, but let's bring it home, right? Let's see how this applies to us. So I think we're all familiar with the seven stages of grief, right? You have shock and denial, pain and guilt, anger, depression, the upward turn, reconstruction or the working through phase, and then acceptance and hope. Now, you might be thinking this sounds a little bit dramatic for this breakup story, but I hope that's not what you're thinking. Because while death and breakups are not the same, we've already talked about the similarities between losing someone in in any regard in your life. Like your heart, your mind, your bodies react to both in similar ways. So while the person you love might yet still be alive, your life together is gone. So yes, that's a valid reason to grieve. So, of course, the stages aren't black and white. You know, there's not a clear-cut stage or there's a time limit on each stage. It's just, you know, a process. Like, it's not like the first 10 days are in shock and denial, and then you transfer into pain and guilt for another 15. Like, it, it's, it's kind of fluid and fuzzy and, and kind of messy. Like, there's no black and white. It's all purely gray. So, as you're walking through these stages, what happens when you get to, like, the upward turn, you know, where things start to adjust and, and life looks like it might be okay? Maybe you're a bit more settled, you know, a better handle on life, and then, like, Giveon. Something knocks you back a few stages. Maybe now you're back to anger. Or maybe you're back to pain and guilt. But hey, it's natural. It's expected. So you process, you you know, you deal with it, and you keep moving forward. So you sojourn through the stages yet again. And now you're maybe at reconstruction and working through. Now maybe you're feeling more inspired, more determined, even refreshed about what life looks like from here. But then maybe you're reminded of something major that happened in the relationship. Maybe it's an actual anniversary. You know, or maybe you're reminded of what life could have been. Maybe you're reminded of a painful argument that just really caused severe damage. Whatever it is, maybe it knocks you back to depression. And every time you get knocked back down, you're a bit more exhausted every single time. You have less and less fight to keep going through these stages to heal, only to be knocked back down. Like you try and you try, and no matter how hard you do, you end right back up where you started. What if everyone's pressuring you to move on and convincing you of things you already know, giving you advice that doesn't quite apply? You know those well-intentioned folks that try to help, but they're just really not. What if, like Giveon, You're trying to move on, but honestly, you just don't want to. I mean, you signed up to do life with this person, and that's the life you want. What then? Now, lest we think this song doesn't apply to us, 
like we always do here, let's take it one step further. Now remember, the song is entitled Heartbreak Anniversary. And as we've mentioned time and time again, heartbreak is not exclusive to romantic relationships. And so maybe some of us are grieving a relationship, but maybe some of us aren't. So if your heartbreak isn't a breakup, then what is it? Is it a parent that was supposed to love you and and time and time again, they just don't? Is it a career that you planned your whole life on and never got the opportunity? Is it a dream deferred? Whatever it is, like I want us to take a moment and just think about what you thought life would be at this stage. And I'm sure for most of us, there's a sense of grief there. Like there's something or someone you wanted in your life that's not there. So what do we do with that? I mean, maybe you felt like you've been trying to cope and accept and heal and move on, but every time you think you're close to getting over it, something brings you back. Maybe you feel like you're never actually going to get over it. And you know what? Maybe. But I would invite you to stop trying to map out your healing. Like, don't try to plan it out. Adjusting to a life that you were unprepared for is huge. It's huge. And we have to understand that, you know, it's a messy process. And can't nobody tell you what that process is going to look like for you. I mean, whatever you're experiencing, whatever feeling, whatever relapse of emotions, I promise you, while it might be difficult, it's normal and it's natural. I mean, oftentimes, the more you heal, you'll realize that you have so much more to heal from. And it can be frustrating. I mean, you might feel like you're never going to reach the point where you're actually completely over it. And you know what? Maybe that shouldn't be the goal. Maybe the destination shouldn't be getting to a place where you finally forget about it. I mean, it happened. And it hurt. But what if the goal would be a commitment to continuous, gradual healing? Instead of trying to heal so we can get over it. What if every day we focused our time, our energy, our prayers on just healing one day at a time? And when you hit those roadblocks, when something knocks you back a few steps, that's not failure. That's just life. And it goes against everything we've been taught. But what if even when you have those tough moments where you you revert back to anger, pain, resentment, whatever it is, what if even in those dark moments, You're exactly where you should be. You're healing. So be patient with yourself. And when you're clearing out baggage only to uncover more baggage, that's not regression. That's healing. You are exactly where you should be. You're not a failure because you're not over it yet. Commit every day to uncovering those painful spots, addressing those wounds, and taking the time to heal. And you may not feel okay every day, but I'm telling you, you're okay. Fam, I love y'all. I'm rooting for y'all. If you were encouraged by today's episode, please be sure to subscribe. Follow us on the gram at TBH. I feel you to keep up with the show. And if you heard something helpful, be sure to share it on your stories and tag us to help us help more people. I look forward to connecting with all of you. This is To be honest, I feel you.